Welcome to the Project Unchained podcast, where my special guests and I help you break free from the chains that hold you back from life's greatest experiences. The goal of this podcast is to educate people on self-care modalities that can and will improve your life if you commit to doing them. An effective self-care regimen is the single most important thing you can do for yourself to have a more extraordinary life experience. I'm your host, Ross Lepola, and I've spent the past several years of my life on a journey of healing and self-care after living many years chained down by my own limiting thoughts and beliefs. Now, I'm here to share what I have learned and to empower you to break free from the chains that hold you back from your unlimited potential. Let's get unchained. When you were lost in the woods, you were misunderstood by everyone, everyone. You were searching for words, but they came out absurd. And no one heard you, no one heard you speak your mind. They lost the This podcast is brought to you by The Belonging Blueprint. As many of you know, there has been a tremendous amount of personal growth that has had to occur in order for me to create the Project Unchained podcast for you. It can be incredibly scary to be vulnerable, let alone publicly vulnerable. And a few years ago, there's no way I would have been able to have the emotional capacity to do something like this. I've had to create the confidence within myself. No one was going to do that for me. And in doing this work, I discovered that meant being vulnerable. And guess what? You can do it too. Creating more self-confidence begins with a strong sense of belonging. You create belonging through internal validation. Well, how do you do that, you might ask? I've got you covered. I've created an online self-development course that is designed specifically to help you build a strong sense of belonging within yourself. The ability to internally validate your existence, have the confidence you desire, and grow self-worth you never thought possible. The Belonging Blueprint is now here and will be a guide for you every step of the way. To get more information and enroll today, you can click the link in the show notes. You belong here. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Project Unchained podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Vanessa Gale. Hey, wait, what are you talking about? I'm Ross. I'm the host. Not today, buddy. I'm asking you the questions. Oh, shit. (laughs) That sounds like the script just got flipped on me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and we're going to start off with some rapid fire just to get your heart rate raised. What does that mean? It means I'm going to ask you questions. You're going to have one second to answer. Oh, the pressure is real. (laughs) (laughs) We'll start off easy. Okay. All right. What's your middle name, Ross? Wayne. (laughs) And what's Rosalie call you? Uh, Daddy Wayne Lepola. Mm-hmm. And how old are you? I'm 37. And how much you bench? <laughs> right now or when? Right now, like 190 kilos, maybe. And what would you tell someone who asked you how much you bench? Uh, 190 <laughs> kilos. <laughs> All right. And what's your total? Uh, seven twenty-seven and a half. How do you remember such numbers like that? <laughs> Just because they're 
important to me. <laughs> What's your favorite movie? Fight Club. I knew you'd say that. Your favorite then song? Then why'd you ask? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things you gotta check every now and then. What's your favorite song? Mm, there's, I don't know that I have a singular favorite song, in all honesty. <clears throat> What's your favorite color? Green. Favorite number? Seven. Favorite subject in school? Math. What's your personality type? Oh, it changed. I don't remember anymore. <laughs> we'll talk more about that later. Uh, what's your favorite food? Uh, pizza. Favorite bacon. Pizza bacon. <laughs> pizza bacon. Yeah. In that order. <laughs> uh, bacon pizza. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Favorite book? The One. Book of Joy. There you go. And what's your sign? Aquarius. Age of Aquarius. <laughs> and what's your favorite podcast besides your own? Besides my own? <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I don't really listen to my own, so it couldn't be my favorite to consume, but it's my favorite to produce. <laughs> Awesome. And so tell us a little bit about, we know what Project Unchained is, but tell us a little bit about how it got started and why you chose to do it. How it got started. Um, well, I suppose a lot of it came from uh, an inability to kind of go attack my vision. Um I had started having some realizations in my healing journey that I really wanted to start getting out there and putting that out there and putting my journey out there and putting myself out there to help empower other people to not wait till they're 28 years old to start that work and start healing their wounds because I realized how much that limited my life and how much of my life was just mindless crap um, and now it's not, and I realize how amazing that is. And I would just want to help, uh, show people that they don't have to be limited by those fears in their head and their self-limiting beliefs. Um, so I had an idea that I really wanted to start getting out there at like high schools and local places like that to do some public speaking. Um, and then all the crap that is COVID hit. And I realized that probably not the best time to go try and speak at schools um, with, you know, everybody, some people doing it at home, some people, it's just weird. Just, you know, everybody knows how weird it got. <laughs> um, and then I also thought like, man, who who am I really if I'm going to walk up to a principal of a teacher or a principal of a school and be like, hey, I have something important to say. Let me talk to your kids. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know where that resume would come from without doing something first. So that's where I was like, oh, well, I can start sharing my story and thoughts and stuff for free here in a podcast and just start making that. And that can be like the start of me doing this work, uh, not just on myself, but with other people, sharing stories, uh, getting into the work on a different level, on a different side, uh, and kind of 
I guess, building that, that resume. Cause I still have aspirations to go do some speaking, uh, at larger venues, schools, different things of that nature to, to really get the word out in front of more people and let them know that they're, they're not alone. Awesome. Well, obviously you've done a ton of work, self-care work, mental health work, research practices all on yourself prior to starting the Project Unchained podcast. But I want to know what personal struggles have you overcome while recording episodes? Because if you go through all the episodes and you like really listen to you talking about different topics and different subjects, it's almost like you're, you're working through a self therapy session almost on some episodes in particular. And so what things have you worked through while creating this? Um, there's definitely lots of times where I'll be getting ready for an episode and in research on, on different things come to some realizations that I, I have a bit more work to do in certain areas. Um, and in doing that episode and in creating that episode, I'm able to connect with myself deeper and heal on a deeper level and lessly have a, have a better experience in life. And, um, it, it helps me be a more active participant in my own life experience because I, I'm aware, I'm conscious of where I'm at, why I'm there, what happened, what events kind of have led me to be in that kind of state in that place. Um, and like thinking about like uh, radical personal responsibility, um, I, I think it's an interesting one because like when I talk about that, there's times where me talking about that on the podcast helps me cue me to be like, okay, here's an area where I'm struggling. Where am I denying my personal responsibility? Right? Like, I mean you know about some of it, but the people listening don't always know about it. So like a, a quick story to that is there's some times when I struggle with my sleep and particularly struggle with how deep I'll sleep and I'll wake up at the slightest little noise, uh, would wake up at the neighbor's dog barking or wake up at the neighbor's vehicle starting. Um, if Rosalie would walk, come into the room in the middle of the night, I'd, I'd wake up like the second the door moves, I'm, I jump up out of bed practically in, in fight or flight. Like, holy crap, there's <laughs> what's going on. Oh, it's, it's Rosalie. It, it's not a threat. It's okay. And connecting with radical personal responsibility has allowed me to get into better and deeper sleep and not be so easily disturbed. And I ask different questions, like instead of it being, the neighbor's dog's fault that I woke up, I asked the question, why am I so easily disturbed by something, some noise outside of the house? Um, and just acknowledging that almost immediately made a immediate turn. I haven't woken up because of the neighbor's dog since the day I said that out loud. 
Um, so that's pretty cool. And thinking about some of the radical personal responsibility of like, as Rosalie opens the bedroom door to come in sometimes either in the morning or the middle of the night. And that would like startle me awake. Um, I've been able to create a lot more calm in myself around that as I, as I really take more responsibility about it and understand and connect with some underlying needs for safety of my own and connecting with the fact that, you know, I am, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty damn safe so I can calm down and connecting with that and embracing that has been pretty interesting. Yeah, no, it definitely sounds like your development of each uh, podcast and each episode has really kind of like shifted your view from you use the word awareness, but I want to even go further with that into more like acknowledgement. And there's like a, an aspect of using your voice for the greater good, like not just for yourself, but sharing your message with others and like being open enough to do that when you don't feel like you might be a master of this topic. You know, you're like, whatever, <laughs> I'm doing it anyway. Right. Yeah. And I yeah. feel like that's really awesome and something to be celebrating, especially on this one year anniversary of yeah. the Project Unchained podcast. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank so, you. Uh, reflecting back on some of the topics over the year, what were some of your favorites? Obviously, you just mentioned personal responsibility as one of them, which I know is an episode, but what other ones? In, in all honesty, I think some of the ones that get me the most emotional have been huge. Um, and, and some of my favorites, like thinking about... Uh, the story that I shared about Ian and it's, uh, it's tough to think about him without getting choked up. But at the same time, like talking about it and, and not bottling it up, you know, allows those tears to flow and kind of release the pressure and release the tension. And it's a stress coping mechanism to talk about it for sure. And like tying that into like the power of choice and, and how like helpless we can all be and feel sometimes. Um, and how much when we deny our power of choice, we are in a sense victimizing ourselves. If we deny our power of choice, even if it's as something as, you know, well, my boss told me I have to do ABC or I lose my job. You still have a choice. I realize that all choices have consequences and you might not like the consequences of choosing not to do something or, and you don't want to do something, but there, there is still a choice. And when we tap into that power of the choice and we choose to do ABC because our boss needs us to do it, or we choose to deny it and walk away from whatever career we may be in, like we're empowering ourselves in that moment. If we remove the power of choice, we're we're victimizing ourselves and really really limiting our life experience. 
Um, so that was definitely one of my favorites. And I think about uh, the freedom of authenticity episode. I mean, that was that was another tough one because that tied in with with Ian as well, and uh, the lessons I learned from the relationship of with his mother, and like that was <laughs> those are some dark times in my life. Um, those those first uh, two years of me living in Alaska were probably the the most I like gave myself away and was was not a person at all I was not my own person and that that time period definitely took a toll on me and left a, a dark cloud over me for a while um, but like tapping into it and looking at it from a different perspective of what was it there to teach me and reflecting on that now in this day and age, as I go through a healing journey, I, I get so much more out of that experience that I didn't realize that I was denying because in all honesty, I was allowing myself to continue to be a victim. I wasn't looking at it. I wasn't taking my power of choice. I wasn't taking my responsibility in it. It was all somebody else's fault. Uh, when in reality, if I'm taking responsibility for myself, like the fact that I wasn't being authentic in my actions and who I was and showing up day to day, like that's me. I got to own that shit. And that's what that life experience was really there to teach me was <laughs> you got to fucking show up and be authentic. If you're not going to show up and be authentic, you're going to be in suffering. Period. For sure. <clears throat> so with kind of tapping into and becoming more of your authentic self, um, I know there's been a lot of nervousness about coming out with this podcast and sharing some of these stories because it kind of hits close to home or it definitely hits close to home and there's a bit of nervousness around people from maybe your hometown hearing stories, um, hearing who you are now versus who you were then and how you've grown. And I don't know if there's some like shame or just nerves around all of that, but I heard, you know, also through this journey and being on this journey with you and hearing your stories about the podcast outside of the podcast, it seems like you've been able to reconnect with a ton of like your childhood friends and high school friends and things. And tell me what, or tell the audience what it's been like reconnecting with childhood friends for you over the past year. Uh, that's been a really cool part of this journey. Uh, I'm really glad you asked that question. It's an awesome question. You know, for a long time, I always really dreaded going home. I hated the idea of I got to go to cotton. Like that's where all the pain is from. That's where all the, the bullying is from, is from that place. And so a lot of times I would always associate going home with, with that. And I, I wouldn't want to go out in public and be seen anywhere in town. And it took a long time for me to have, to be able to go home with any degree of like confidence for seeing people from my past. And in putting this out there and talking about how I felt and what I experienced, uh, 
Um, I've definitely connected with quite a few people from cotton and hearing that they experienced some things that were similar was interesting and, and healing, you know, to, to realize that I wasn't alone, I guess. Cause I, you feel alone when you're in that, in that moment, you don't feel like you're a part of a community at all. Um, and you know, intellectually, like, yeah, I know that I wasn't alone. Um, and I know that other people were experiencing similar things, but, uh, emotionally you don't connect with that. So it was good to be able to connect with people on an emotional level like that. And being able to connect with some people that I hadn't talked to like since the day I left was, has been really cool. Like in episode 19, why it's a healing journey. I talk about a meditation, a healing meditation that I did uh, where I was able to connect with a, a childhood friend was super healing for me where I, I meditated to have like a conversation with this person and, and let them know that I forgave them. And I got super emotional and, and really was able to kind of connect with that person for the first time in many, many years. Um, and so I shared that, that story and that experience in that episode, um, but what I didn't wasn't able to share on that episode was later on connecting with that that childhood friend's sister. Um, you know, my childhood friend Lyle, he he's no longer with us, um, but his sister Jordan is still here, and I was able to reach out to her and, and chat with her, and that was really cool to connect with her and hear some of her thoughts and uh, feelings around that episode. And it was just, it was a really cool conversation. It was really cool to heal that. And like, you know, now I'm, I get to go home for Christmas for the first time in a long time. And I think this is probably the first time getting ready to go home that I'm actually really fucking excited to go home. And I might not see that many people that I've connected with over this. Uh, I'm going to try, but I'm also going home to be with family for Christmas. So I don't know how much time there'll be, but I'm at least, don't have that like cloud over me. So like in doing this podcast and connecting with people from the hometown has really helped, uh, like heal that and, and turn that cloud around. That's, that's been over me anytime I've wanted to go home. That's really cool. I'm glad I asked that question too. <laughs> me too. He doesn't know any of the questions I'm asking. I don't. So, and people <laughs> of Cotton that are listening definitely know that I, I appreciate you reaching out and engaging me. Um, it, it means a lot. It really does. And now you know he's coming home for Christmas too. <laughs> that I am. So, you talked a lot about community um, in that last a- answer there. And I know that that's like one of the main reasons why you do what you do. Um, and you know, it's how you bring like belonging and significance back to yourself, to your healing journey, to, you know, anyone who's struggling with feeling, um, you know, like they're suffering with depression, anxiety, or anything going on with their mental state. Um, it's all about like, feeling like you are enough and like you are part of something. So question for you about how do you choose your guests for the show? Because you've had a lot of guests on 
with different, um, for different topics, answering different questions and talking about their healing journeys. How do you go about choosing your guests for the show? I just scroll through Instagram and, and <laughs> see who's, uh, who looks fun and, and ask them if they want to be on. <laughs> no. Um, I mean, really a lot of it's all people that I know. Um, I haven't had any buddy on that I don't really, that I haven't like met in person yet. Um, there's a few people on my, on my list. Uh, I, I keep a, keep a pretty, pretty big list. Um, and there's some people on there that are, you know, very well known and have done some really cool things that I'd love to have on the show and pick their brain and, and share some of their life experiences and thoughts. But otherwise, so far, it's mostly just been connecting with friends and people that I know that uh, if, you know, I see that they are doing something in therapy, like have conversations with them about what they're doing, why they're doing it. Okay, cool. That sounds like a cool conversation. I'd like to have you on the show or, uh, somebody who I know that has also gone through like some significant trauma and healing in their, their journey and have been empowered to break free from the, the grips of their trauma and the, the limits that it places on them and ask them how they've come about it. Ask people, uh, that I know that have talked about suicide ideations or uh, depression and things of that nature, have them on and, and talk about it. So it's, it's mostly just, uh, you know, knowing, knowing people and friends that have had uh, experiences that I feel would be beneficial to have on a mental health, self-care, healing journey podcast. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you've been, uh, reaching out and really sticking to this, like the structure of like pretty much every other episode, having a guest on yeah, to share their story and get their message out and help others because you can tell your story only so many times. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Awesome. So speaking of um, topics and, discussions with guests or just with yourself for the podcast, what other topics might be on the docket for the upcoming year? Um, I think you're just going to have to tune in and find out. Oh, it's like that, huh? It's like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's uh, some people that I have on coming up on the books that uh, I'm excited for, uh, that are, I, I don't go too far in advance in all honesty. Um, it, it's something I've thought about doing, bringing a little bit more structure to the episodes. So they build on each other a little bit differently, but I kind of like the random smorgasbord of it too. So it's funny you say random because I feel like every time you get off of a podcast recording, you come up and you're like, now I know how I'm going to flow it into the next topic. <laughs> right. But I have no idea what episode. Well, I know what episode is next. It's uh, recorded it the other day with my friend Paul Clifton. Uh, but that's going to be out before this episode comes out. <laughs> uh, I also have an episode scheduled with... Uh, Jasmine, I forget her last name, one of L.S. McLean's lifters, uh, she's going to school for some therapy stuff that I'm excited to 
pick her brain and, and hear some of her perspective, and then this episode. But after this, I, I don't know what's next. Uh, I have ideas and notes, but I don't plan them out too far in advance. And I, I kind of like that because I like the ability to keep it open in in terms of when if I have a podcast with a guest and we talk about something with them and their experience, a lot of times that fuels where I want to go next. Um, did that with, uh, with Matt Vincent. Uh, he was on and he did some stuff on that has helped enhance his perspective in life. And then the next episode I did the power of perspective. Uh, and then during the interview with Ian Bell, he was talking about a lot of his struggles and how uh, his seeking of external validation was harmful for him. And he didn't really get better until he was able to get some internal validation. Uh, and then like him and I talked a lot about self-talk. And so that spurred the idea for the next episode with self-talk. So <laughs> it's difficult to say what is, what is on the agenda for the next year. I think that's an okay, valid answer. <laughs> Acceptable. But I mean, that, at, at that rate, too, like, uh, for you all listening, if there's something you want to hear me jam on or an experience you, you want me to elaborate more on or whatever, I'm totally open to hearing that. Please do engage me on that. Or if you have a story about your healing journey that you'd like to share, I, I'd like to hear that. Um, and I'd like to, you know... Uh, have that conversation with you and see where that goes and might have you on as a guest. I'm all about uh, getting more people on the show and sharing our, our experiences. Uh, uh, like I say, often I think we are stronger and better if we are healing together. You took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to give you a little call to action button right there <laughs> and say, Hey call audience. <laughs> Hey, audience, that sounds like Ross needs you to hit him up and give him some ideas and topics to talk about. Um, on that note, tell me what, let's go into something a bit more funny. Tell me about some of your tech bloopers that you've had with learning how to record a podcast and creating and producing your own podcasts. What, what kind of silly shit has happened? Man, it's honestly been fairly smooth. I think the hardest part that I've had to, I guess, work through so far was mostly figuring out how to work the intro and outro and like splice in Galen's music for like background noise for when I was talking and then uh, segue flow into her her singing the song and performing the song that <laughs> I, I did a bunch of takes on that to try and get that right. Um, but that was pretty early on. Yeah. That was one of the first things I did. Yeah. I mean, I had to do that. I had to have that ready for an episode. Um, so yeah, that was probably the most difficult. How many times do you burp or fart in each episode and you have to edit it out? Uh, not very often, in all honesty. <laughs> Liar! <laughs> oh, man. With with how much I fart, you'd think that I would have to do that more often, but... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. 
So back to the more serious questions. I was just a, a advertisement commercial interruption there. Uh, <laughs> what does the word you use this word a lot when you're talking? Um, what does healing mean to you? How would you describe healing? And I know you did a podcast episode on healing versus healed. Like the word healing to me is just the idea of working towards a place where those that that mental chatter and that limiting self-belief is less and less and less powerful over you. And you take more and more and more of your power back and you do more and more of whatever the fuck it is that you want to do. And you do it from a place of, uh, you know, ownership, do it from a place of confidence because you love yourself and it's just, it's something you want to do and you're not going to let the mental chatter that got created from other circumstances and other events dictate who you are and what you do and how you show up in life. I think about it as I say it like that, I, I really like uh, John Durembo's saying you can neither live a life of, you can either live a life of vision or you can live a life of circumstance. And so I think about it from that context, like the process of healing and working towards being as healed as possible is so that you can live that life of vision. Like, what do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish? Like I just realized that I didn't want to continue living the same mundane life that I was living. You know, I was working my nine to five job. Uh, and about the only thing that I actually enjoyed doing that I was doing was lifting weights. Otherwise, everything else was just like mindless. Eat, sleep, work, TV. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turning the TV off is one of the best things I've ever done for myself, in all honesty. Um, like, turn the TV off, started reading a lot more books, and that's only turned into reading more and more books and more and more books. <laughs> you know, there was that one time when I told you, like, I can't handle reading more than one book at a time. And now I'm at that point in my life where I'm also reading multiple books at a time every single time now. <laughs> and the list gets longer and longer and longer. <laughs> right? Yep. Maybe one day I'll write a book to add to that list. Wait, I can't write. Where the shit? <laughs> my, my grammar's... Your poor editor. <laughs> right. All right. So it sounds like healing to you is like being in a place in your life where you can actually live out your vision. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Um, I would say that's an aha moment right there. Because that was one of my questions, is what has been your most aha moment of you hosting the Project Unchained podcast, whether it was alone, solo, on an episode, or with a guest? If you can, <laughs> if you can even narrow it down to one. I, I don't know that they've necessarily come in, like, during a recording, um, but I feel like it, it's... It's all, <laughs> it's tough because it's all like 
stuff that I'm constantly doing mm-hmm. in terms of like self-care and healing and constantly working on myself. So um, I, I tend to feel like there's a lot of aha moments where I'll connect with something a little bit better, a little bit deeper, a little bit differently. I'm like, oh, I get that shit. I get it now. It never ends, right? No, no. I mean, that's why it's a healing journey. I think about it, the sleep thing, the radical personal responsibility of the sleep thing, right? Like generational trauma. One of the things I was meditating one day after some of that sleep stuff and trying to connect with it and had a uh, fairly like intense experience and thinking about where that lack of safety comes from, where that perceived lack of safety comes from. And I felt like it was generationally and it came from my grandfather fighting in world war two. And it just got passed along in a heightened fright or flight state in our family. And since I've connected with that, I've slept better and better to the point where for the first time in my life, I'm regularly waking up a few minutes before my alarm clock, completely ready to just, get up and fucking go take the day on. <laughs> awesome. So <clears throat> back to community and giving back and the whole reason that you created this podcast of like sharing your story to help empower others and help live better lives without you know, feeling like you're lost or you're alone. Um, I hear you're giving away a really awesome prize. Can you tell us a bit more about that? Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I, it's important to be, I believe, a man of action and not just talk. And so I wanted to weave that into an episode here. Um, and create a little contest for you all. So the idea here is that uh, I want you to, you know, either reshare this episode, share a different episode, share your favorite episode, talk about it a little bit on your social media, tag me in it so that I see it, or you can go leave a review and or leave a review. You can do both. Um have conversations with people like share, share it directly with people. Uh, take a screenshot of that, send it to me. Let me see that basically for every single thing that you do to share and promote this podcast and get it out there to other people, whether it be on your social media, writing reviews, sending it directly to other people, either text or email, whatever. And you show me that I want to see it. Uh, that will get your name into an entry to be drawn. I'm going to run the entries for one month. Um, So we'll go from uh, November 24th to Christmas Day. We'll call it on Christmas Day. That'll be easy. Um, So during that month from November 24th when this episode airs to December 24th, 25th uh, for, for that one month, um, every time you share this episode, share any episode, tag me in it, write about it, uh, put this out there, that will get your name into a drawing, and the winner of the drawing will get to have a $500 donation in their name to 
any mental health charity foundation, mental health support system of some kind, uh, I will donate $500 in your name to that organization of your choosing. Wow. Yeah. Love that. So that's, that's just another great reason to share this podcast with others to help them break free from the chains that hold you down. Yeah. Um, and I also want to include into like the mental health realm, um, things of like rehab centers and things of that nature for, uh, people suffering from addiction. Sounds good. Awesome. So you mentioned some really big names that you want to have on the show. Can you spill the beans? <laughs> sure. Um, there's two that come to mind, actually. Um, Listen up. <laughs> yeah, tell these people they need to be on my podcast. Um, <laughs> no, don't don't do that. Be nice. Um, and and because both of them have really super incredible stories, and I love their stories. Uh, and both of them have written books about their stories. Um, one is John Durenbos. He was a long snapper in the NFL for the Philadelphia Eagles for like 14 years. Um, he was on America's Got Talent doing some magic uh, with his cards. He does a lot of card tricks. Um, and he wrote uh, the book Life is Magic. And man, that one that one hit me hard. I was on a plane to Columbus, Ohio for the Arnold in 2019 when I read that book. And the first four chapters, I just full, full on man, baby crying on the plane, reading the book. It was, it was intense. Uh, so I'd love to get John on the show and hear from him and talk with him more personally. Um, his story is absolutely incredible. The book is, is super good. Um, and man, he, uh, he went through some shit in his childhood and he has done some really cool shit in his life. So it's really cool to to hear somebody overcome the adversity that he did because it, you know, it makes me think. Well, I I need to choose to do better for myself and and be even more healed and more more connected. And I just I keep going, just keep going. Um, and then the other one would be uh, Doctor James Dotty. He wrote the book uh, Into the Magic Shop. And he also went through a lot of adversity as a young kid, um, rough family life. And he, uh, had a really cool experience, uh, going to a, a magic shop to find some magic tricks and magic toys and stuff like that. And, uh, there was a lady in that shop named Ruth that, that took him under her wing, uh, to teach him really what comes down to it is manifestation and, and how to manifest into his life what he wants. Uh, but making sure as well, one of the key parts was to do that from a place of an open heart and do it from a place of love. Um, otherwise your, your manifestations will, um, have some pretty negative side effects and consequences when they're not from a place of love. Um, and, so it's really cool to hear what he did and created with those powers that he learned from Ruth uh, to the point where he is also now um, the founder of 
I forget exactly what it's called. Uh, it's like a compassion institute, uh, compassion foundation with, uh, I believe it is Stanford University. And he's done a bunch of work with His Holiness the Dalai Lama on compassion and talks about how like compassion is the key to like healing the world, like as like a society as a whole, healing those wounds um, so that we could move forward in a better place, move forward without wars and things of that nature. Cause it's just unnecessary. So John Rambos and James Dottie would be those, those are, those are the two like ones that I like I have on my, on my board that I'm like, man, I want to get those dudes on this show. Like that's, that's the goal. <laughs> that would be, fucking amazing i can't wait to record your anniversary episode after you've had those guys on your show <laughs> yeah i can't wait for that too <laughs> well ross i think i think everyone truly appreciates the work that you do for free all the time putting these podcasts out sharing your story so openly and deeply with the world. Um, I know it's been amazing to watch you and be a part of it, even just the small part that I've been, but just to get to experience your healing journey happening right in front of the world's eyes or ears rather, since you can't see us. <laughs> it's right. a podcast, not a YouTube video, which is good because I'm in my PJs. <laughs> <laughs> but um i just want to thank you so much for what you do on this podcast sharing it with the world and i encourage all of you listeners to please share your favorite episode of this podcast with somebody who needs it awesome thank you vanessa i appreciate your support i love you so much i love you too Oh man, well that was a lot of fun to end the year on a on a different note and be interviewed by Vanessa. I uh, super appreciate you and all your support and all of you out there listening. I I I'm super appreciative and grateful of all the support. Uh this adventure has been an absolute blast. I've had a lot of fun doing this. I've grown, I've healed. Uh, I've connected with people and have heard lots of really empowered stories. And I look forward to continuing this effort. And I look forward to growing and healing more with all of you and doing the best that I can to continue to create this show and grow this show in a way that adds value to your life and empowers you to continue to break free from those figurative chains so that you're not living a life that's limited, that doesn't need to be limited. And I, I thank you. It's been a great year, and I look forward to uh, many more to come. A quick note about the Project Unchained podcast. I'm not a doctor nor a therapist. I'm just a driven guy who has seen firsthand what this healing journey can do for the quality of a person's life experiences. The ideas and concepts I share with you are a result of my own ongoing journey and that of my guests. I truly want you to live a more free and empowered life.
This is my gift to you. Thanks for joining Project Unchained today. If you've enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast. And if the tools you've learned have helped you, please consider leaving a review so that this show ends up higher in search results. By doing that, you can help me help others get unchained. If you know someone who specifically would benefit from today's episode, please share it with them directly. If what I'm discussing on the show resonates with you and you'd like to chat, please do reach out. I respond to all messages. You can find me on Instagram at Ross.Lepola, and I'm on Facebook, Ross Lepola. My email is in the show notes. Lastly, I want to give a special thank you to my very talented cousin, Gaitlin Lee, for the intro and outro music for this podcast. The song is Lost in the Woods from her 2018 album, Learning How to Stay. You can find Galen's albums on Bandcamp, Spotify, and ViolinScratches.com. Until next time, I hope you live your life a little more unchained. Give yourself away.